0: We are recording now. All right. Yeah, we're back. How is everyone? How have you been, Dave?
1: Uh, busy. Work's (laughs) killing me. I'm taking a class this semester or so. Oh, good times. Yeah.
0: Uh... So yeah, we're back. Uh, we're into. Uh, That's Alan Smith. I'm Alan Smith, and you are. I'm Big Dave. Big Dave. Uh, this is the Project X podcast. You should know that, but if you don't, let you know anyway. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in for the first time. <laughs> exactly. You've got
1: 23, 24 episodes to go back and listen yeah. to. Yeah.
0: Catch um, up. Uh, I don't know. It depends on when this one drops. Um, yeah. So uh, this episode, we, uh, you know, Dave and I are always kind of. We're always kind of, um, you know, brainstorming new ideas, things to talk about. We've, we've always kind of tried to be a little, um, I don't know if abstract is the the correct word for it. No, we're, we're um,
1: it's more of just insanity.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things, you know, sometimes it's real easy to say, okay, well, we're going to cover ADHD comes a movie a- or we're going to cover, you know, a very specific, like, very, like, zeroed in topic yeah and then sometimes we saying hey what about blah the the most gen x or or whatever it is you know where it's like okay well we're really going to what are we doing here
1: you know and then there's sometimes you (laughs) just go um i'm not going to tell you what the topic is there is that we've
0: done that a couple of times as well hit
1: record and see what happens
0: but uh as we were going through things, we kind of, you know, obviously Dave and I are really big in the music, yeah. And so uh, we kind of said, "Hey, let's uh, let's put together the soundtracks of our lives." Like, you know, I'll do one for my life. Dave does one for his life. Yep. Uh, and I, so we I, sat down and we started doing this stuff. And, I, I, I had a problem. Yeah, and I was I was going to get to that because I uh, generally I, I I am the one that, that will sit down and be like oh, I've got 85 songs on this thing, you know? And I didn't this time. I actually got a very, like, no, this this, this would be here, this would be here, this would be here, this, okay, I, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I think I'm still under 25 songs, and that's on my first pass. Yeah. And Dave comes to me today and says, uh,
1: my, my first pass <laughs> was somewhere around 50. <laughs> and then I tried to weed out songs, and somehow it became 70. And, I and I'm it,
0: getting text messages from him today, and it's like uh, I went to weed out songs, and now I'm up to 175. I'm like, what? No, it was <laughs> it was 100,
1: it was 145. <laughs> okay, um, <from> what? and <laughs> then we went to dinner, and he went from 145 to more like 170. Yeah, and I added like three more to mine. So. <laughs> and the, and that's just what's on paper. That what the list in my head is actually closer to like 350. Yeah, or, see, and, and that's growing. A,
0: I and and I you know. I kind of, I guess the approach for me, because, again, I know how it is in my head a lot of times when I'm making these lists of, I will, you know, we did, we recently did, uh, you know, our favorite top ten movies. Yeah. And I could have easily put another 25 movies in that, you know, of like, no, this one could be up here, this one could be here, and this is, you know. Yeah. And so... I really made a, a concerted effort to try to keep I, mine as streamlined I, I, as possible. I tried. and I even like categorize them. Of like, I have like, I've got five, uh, I've got five categories that these would, like this. Okay, this would be this part of my life, and this would be this part of my life, and this is the music. You, be you in this tried part to of my build life. it
1: like it was a soundtrack for like a movie. Exactly. Or yeah. Exactly. I, I went about it a little bit different. I did it. It was music that kind of sticks out in my head from like certain memories mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Yeah, And there is the, from birth to when we moved away from Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and then there's like the two years in Michigan, and then there's like the seven years in Illinois, and that blends over into when we moved back to Tennessee. Right. And Um, then I kind of stopped in college, because if I I had (laughs) kept going...
0: He had 300 songs just through college. Of course... You and I both went to college for a very long time. So <laughs> that did cover a, a wide span of our lives. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> guilty.
0: Very guilty. So I don't know what we're going to do about yours. Yeah.
1: Um, I, what I've I have handed you the list. Right. And I'm going to let you just kind of go through and pick as you will. And
0: I'm thinking that maybe I don't need to do that because this is the soundtrack to your life and you kind of need to say what songs you would have on it rather than me going through and saying, okay, this would be a good song for Dave. This would be a good song well, for Dave. This about would be a good song it, for Dave. The thing about it
1: is, is that all of these songs would be on. This, this is like a, you know how you used to buy the, like the vinyl box sets where it was like 10 records in like a box set. Um,
0: like the K Town, uh, oh, yeah. the, the K Tail, super swinging sounds of the seventies. Yeah. yeah, this would be like a <laughs> six or seven. Yeah, uh, Rhino used to put out a bunch of those in the nineties. You know, it would be like you know they, yeah. they had one. It was like it was like hair metal. Yeah, and yeah, and it was it was a pretty. Yeah, it was like, like it was like six CDs. You know. Yeah, well, like, oh.
1: you know that would be volume one. Yeah, and then I've got like eight or nine vol. Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah. I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll start with this. Okay, as a kid. Some of the first stuff that I remember mm-hmm. growing up, because, you know, we've already, you know, we talk about church, how church involved, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of the first ones is straight up acapella church music. Okay. And it's the only version I could find that I like was the. <laughs> which is way over the top because we were a little, you know, like 80-member churches mm-hmm. or 100-member churches. The only copy I could find of it that was all a cappella was the Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. It's a little so, different than the Church of Christ, but yeah, okay. So um, it's a song called The Lord Bless You and Keep You, and uh-huh. it's all a cappella, and I remember singing this thing growing up. Right, so. right. Yeah, okay. That's, that, that's way early on. I remember Mom, Mom played piano, mm-hmm. and she also – Uh, Sang in like a community choir type Mm -hmm. thing when we were Mm -hmm. still living in Kentucky. And two of the songs I remember her playing around the house on the piano was like The Entertainer. Right. And a song called Ballin' the Jack. Okay. Uh, You know, it's that type of stuff. Okay. I I get it. I mean, that's...
0: I'll be honest when I was putting mine together. I have some stuff that's not necessarily rock pop, you know, or or even country. You know, I have a couple of things on there from when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I didn't get into the religious stuff much at all, actually. That,
1: that's the only one that
0: I got. And it was to. one of those things that I, one thing in particular, I know that I could have, I could have um, put on here. Again, going back to my dad being a, a choir director, and yeah. you know the Easter cantata, and multiple times my dad did, um, he had the choir do a cantata that was called "The Day He Wore My Crown." Okay. And the opening to it is this real bombastic song called um uh Cornerstone. Okay. That is I still to this day I'm like, Yeah, I can just listen to that you know, just because it's this really to the breaking, breaking of the door You know like Oh yeah. I mean like really like, you know, it's pretty pretty, you know, powerful song you know just, yeah uh, and i mean like even like mechanically it's a pretty powerful song you know not just you know message wise or anything and so it's kind of one of those things where i'm like yeah that one would definitely go in because i heard it so many times yeah. over the years um but uh i tell you what i'm gonna give you a little time to maybe whittle some of yours down I just, <laughs> just... <laughs> and i'll go through mine okay yeah, all right um I, like i said i categorize I did five categories on here.
1: Okay. I don't know that I'm going to be able to do this. this um, is
0: go. We'll, we'll, how about we do this? We'll go through and and uh, let well, me just go. Yeah, we'll, go we'll, ahead. We'll start with mine. I have my first section, I have five songs that I call the early years. Okay. Okay. And this is birth to about nine, 10, 10 years old, 11 years old, somewhere around right. Basically Basically up to before the teens. Okay. Okay. Give me your first one. Uh, I am going want to try to do these as, as 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 chronologically as I can. Okay. Um, the first one is the Royal Guardsman Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Yeah,
1: yeah. You you talk about this one quite a bit I,
0: because I I love this song, love this yeah. song, and um I yeah it's a. It, it's it's so good. You know and it is. It's that whole Snoopy versus Red Baron. I loved Snoopy when I was a kid. You know yeah. all the Peanuts gang and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I had a t- had a cassette tape. I would mean, listen to it over and over and over and over again. On that same, I had the vinyl of this one, and I would listen to it over and over and over again. And it is Rainbow Connection, Kermit the Frog from oh, the Muppet movie. Oh no, that
1: is such a great song.
0: Boy, boy so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side that song rainbows still 40 odd years rainbows, later 40 years of so maybe came out in 78 or 79 79 is when it came out. so it's more in there, yeah, yeah so it's a little over 40 years now i still like that song i, I i'm not ashamed of it, the, I'll listen listen to it i I listen to that today. song i can sit and listen to that song and it still bring still bring a tear to my eyes Yeah. you know and um, that is one there it does this we really need to do an episode sometime where we sit down and talk about um, production tricks in music uh, like uh, and on. when I say production tricks I mean like there are sometimes there are there are moments in songs sometimes that maybe aren't it's not about the lyric or or you know the melody even or something like that it's just it's it's something that's done inside the song that really like emphasizes yeah. the feeling quite a bit. And when the end of the and it was uh, Paul Williams, you know, wrote this song. Yeah. And when it comes out of the it goes into the last verse and it's one of those things where I'm trying to remember if there's I don't I don't think there's an actual key change, but it goes up.
1: So they do a modulation. Yes.
0: And it's one of those things where, of course, you know, it was um, Jim Henson singing it, you know, and the Kermit Kermit voice. And it's one of those things where you can tell that it's getting to the top of his range, but it works so perfect for the inside the song of like, no, that step up that he does brings a... A wonder and a melancholy, just into that. You know, it's just yeah, like okay. wow, that that is that's spectacular. And it was one of those things. I guarantee you that that was not planned. It just happened. Yeah, and, and, and I'm just gonna imagine <laughs> it, what. You know, so.
1: <laughs> when you're able to capture mm-hmm. lightning in a bottle like that mm-hmm. and didn't mean to, and you're like, oh, we're not touching. Exactly. That. Exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> that's what,
0: um It was funny because we were talking about this. I, I have Lucille. By Kenny Rogers. I, I have okay. that one
1: on there also. In a bar in Toledo Across from the depot On a bar stool She took off for rain. I thought i
0: um, I loved that song when I was a kid. Yeah. And I loved it so much that <clears throat> that I even... I had a hamster that you I named, named Lucille. Lucille? Okay. okay. Here's the funny thing. If you're not familiar, the, the whole song of Lucille is about... A woman who's cheating on her husband. Yep. And he comes and finds her and confronts her in a bar, you know, and, and the whole, you know, the, you know, you picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille, you yeah. know, and all this kind of stuff. Um, which is funny. When I was a kid, I didn't know the lyrics, you know. And it's yeah. one of those things that you know, you, you kind of you, you 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 think you know what the lyric is, and it's like you know the lyric <laughs> is you picked a fine time to leave leave me, Lucille, with four hungry children and a crop in the field. Yeah. Okay uh and it says uh, i've had some bad times lived through some sad times at this time the hurting won't heal you know and it's okay
1: yeah which is great lyric right. writing
0: i got all of that up to the this time the hurting won't won't heal and in my five or six year old brain however roll is when this song came out i heard this time you got me hurting on heel like h-i-l-l <laughs> like i'm hurting on a hill. I don't know why that was just you know, and that was like <laughs> you gotta love misheard lyrics. I know, but it's like, and it's one of those things. It was years later before, like I went back and listened to it. I was like, yeah. oh, that's what that lyric is. Okay, that's not what I thought it was. at yeah. that one, um, yeah. So the whole thing is about this woman, you know, who's trying to leave her husband and that kind of stuff. Lucille, my uh, mm-hmm. my hamster, was an escape artist.
1: Oh, so she was always she leaving. would get out,
0: and my mom several mornings was cooking breakfast and turned around and Lucille was sitting there watching her like in the middle of the, like of the the kitchen floor, you know, and she would get her and go put her back and everything and think they got everything. And she got Well, one day she got out and she was gone and never, I never saw her again. And so as I get, when I got older, I was like, yep, perfect. I named her after a song about a woman that left and that (laughs) bitch left me too. So it's like, (laughs) I've
1: got it all. I've got Lucille on my list. Mm -hmm. I talk about, my dad mm-hmm. and the music he listened, which was usually right, a right. lot of old country. Right. Um, well, it wasn't well, considered it wasn't, old now. It wasn't old then. The, it was yeah, basically new. It was, it new was brand then. new. Um, but I remember there was a Kenny Rogers Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. eight track and the in the car. The Gambler. Coward County. Probably had Reuben
0: James. And um, the, This
1: song <laughs> will never sound right to me because it doesn't fade out. Go, right. Eight track. And then, eight track, I know. And then fade back in. Right, right, right. There was a along with that eight track there was an olivia newton john's greatest hits mm-hmm. so hopelessly devoted to you okay. is have physical on it yeah <laughs> yeah it did um so yeah i i've got some olivia newton john there you go on mine i have too.
0: i have one more song in my early years sure it's another country song uh oh no actually i have two more i'm sorry i have one more country song in here though it's and rhinestone cowboy but i'm gonna be where the lights are shining.
1: Oh, Glen okay. Campbell,
0: yeah. I loved that song when I was a kid. I How mean, could you loved not? Loved it, and I, mean, I still do. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I mean, I really, And there is a, a picture that my parents have at their house of me standing in the living room, and I've got a little cowboy hat and this plastic guitar. You know, with like plastic strings on it. we are singing that song. I at the guarantee top of your you, lines. I was singing <laughs> "Rhinestone Cowboy" in that in that song in that picture because I loved that song so much. Yeah. when I was that when I was a kid and I still do I still love that song it's still one of those that, like it's a, if I'm when I was like oh, oh hey sorry top of my lungs here we go yeah. <laughs> you know uh, and then my last one and this is a transition because this song changed my life okay I mean changed my life okay and it is Beat It by Michael Jackson
1: Oh, that whole album. Yeah, but
0: that song in particular. Oh, yeah. Nine years old. Well, I mean, if you notice, like, what I have on this mm-hmm. prior, it's country, it's kids songs. You know, we talked about gospel, that yeah. like, kind of stuff. This is when I discovered. Oh, there's there's other stuff out there that I can like that like is a little older and a yeah. little you know. And I've all I've always said that that the Thriller album was. What got me into popular music? Yeah, and from there it was—it's been on ever since. Well, and that's in 1983. So, where
1: because you've always lived here, you did right. yours kind of in time periods. Mm-hmm. I did mine by region, you know, because I went from yeah. Kentucky to Michigan to right. Illinois to Tennessee, and that's kind of where I stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is also on my list, but it's kind of at the beginning of the Michigan stuff. Okay, because we had moved to Michigan just as that had come out. And the uncle I keep telling you about that introduced me to so oh, much yeah. music, oh, yeah. uh, he gave me that tape. He was like, don't listen to anything else on this thing. You need to listen to this one song. And that's because the guitar player who plays the guitar solo on Beat It right. is Eddie Van Halen. Right. And you need to know who Eddie Van Halen right, is.
0: Right, right. Well, the funny thing about this, about the Thriller album, yeah. okay, and I think I've told you this story before off mic, but I don't think I've ever told it on mic. Okay. <clears throat> I wanted that album so badly. I mean, like, because I mean, because beat it, Billy Jean, Thriller, a, a Thriller, um, got to be starting something is on it. Um, the
1: the two songs you do with Paul McCartney. Well,
0: one of uh, the girl is mine is on that one. Say, say, say was on Paul McCartney's album.
1: Oh, you're right, you're um, right. You're but right.
0: there was there was the crossover of oh, like they get the both of them, you know. Um, what's there? I forget. There was another. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, uh, Human Nature is on that one, yeah. you know, uh, and it's one of those things where it's like, it, you know, it's just so deep of like, oh my God, this is such a great album, you know, my dad wouldn't let me have it, and like, I I asked one day, like, you, yeah. know, of like, you know, and he said, I just don't think that Michael Jackson is a very good uh, role model for you.
1: Well, given what we, what we know, know now, but now, this was yeah. 30, almost 40 <laughs> years
0: ago, you know, and it's one of those things Is like, okay, all right, fine, I get it. So, I never owned a copy of Thriller until until about two years ago. When you bought it on, and vinyl. I bought it on vinyl. And, you know, and it was one of the things, and it's like this is the first time I've ever owned a copy, not in any format. You still got it? Uh, no, <sighs> no. It was one of them that I sold with the rest of my stuff. I should beat you for
1: that because I wanted <laughs> had that, that
0: one. one and Off the Wall both. Um,
1: I, I, actually, I I wanted both of those. Yeah. So so sorry, so I, whoever got them, I'm coming <laughs> for you.
0: He's coming for you, Tish. So, I say. anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's my, my, these are the early years yeah. for me. Uh, I mean, obviously, I could have put a whole lot more in there. I mean, a whole lot more, but one of them that popped into my head a little while ago that would be an honorable mention would be David Lee Roth's, uh, California Girls. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, a good it was, one. but
1: Crazy from the Heat.
0: Um, yeah, that was on Crazy on the Heat. Yeah. Right? It, it was an EP, you know, it was that and just Jiggle was on there and, um, There was, like, two other songs, I think. So, But, yeah, that's that's what I got from my early years. Um, Are you writing stuff down for yours? I'm I'm
1: writing the stuff down that we kind of crossed over on.
0: Oh, okay. To kind of... Uh, Do you want to kind of try to boil yours down a little bit, or do you want to... uh, I'm going to
1: try. Okay. um, Once again, the uncle. um, Right. Handed... When I was still living in Kentucky, he handed me... Oh, it was, it was, two cassette tapes. I'm trying to remember what the other one is, but I know what the first one was, and it was Atlanta Rhythm Section. Okay. You remember Atlanta Rhythm, Rhythm you Section? You know the,
0: the the biggest thing. <clears throat> I know they had several hits. The biggest thing I remember them doing was their cover of "Spooky."
1: Nope. That's um, not even the one. But
0: I, mean, I figured it's not, but I, that's what pops into my mind whenever.
1: Atlanta Rhythm Section, and I think it was like the second or third cut off of whatever cassette tape he gave me, right. was So Into You. I am so into you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that song.
1: Yeah, yeah it's just got a great knew, feel, and a yeah. groove. Um, you know, he was always passing music off to me, going, "You should listen to this. You should right. listen to this." Right. And that one, I've still got that cassette in my collection of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, even all these years later. So that's this is early. This is like Kentucky, um, basically. Birth until we moved away from Kentucky. Right. Um, that was a good one. I remember being on the school bus, riding to school. Of course everybody was doing, you know, their boom boxes and all that. Right. And I very distinctly remember two of the songs that I was always hearing on the school bus was Another Brick in the Wall okay. from Pink Floyd. Okay. And Another One Bites the Dust from oh, Queen. Yeah. Let's, go.
0: Let's go. walks down the street with the and no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of the seat?
1: Out of the doorway, the bullets ripped to the side of the beach. That's good because I it was, it had come out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Of course, the little radio station there in Kentucky, you know, was playing all this classic rock. Right, and all right.
0: That. It, what happens at that time period? I mean, it was all yeah. classic rock. So.
1: And let's see here. I'm trying to break these down so I don't give you too much of a list. <laughs> like I said, it's like 400 songs in my head now. You know see how it keeps growing? Yeah, I know. It's um, a... <laughs> Probably probably if I had to pick one more. Mhm. Um Foreigner. Which one? Cold uh, as
0: Ice. No. Not <laughs>
1: not Foreigner. I'm sorry. Journey. Journey. Oh god. Journey. I know you hate don't Journey. Don't stop believing. No. Nope. Faithfully. Yeah. Nope. Separate Ways? Yeah, no, it was the rocking one from, like, you'd hear in the arcade all the time. Um, God, I can't find it in my list right now. I've got, like, some. Love many and Touch and Squeezing?
0: No. Wheel in the Sky? Lights? Um, for someone who doesn't care Maybe for Journey much, I know all of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> Stone in Love? It's
1: the one that has the big keyboard intro. Da-da-da-da. Separate Ways. Yeah, 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 ways. yeah, That's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Buddy mine, um, buddy mine. His older brother had like a '70s Camaro with the mm. long oh, nose nice. on it, nice. And had t tops. Yeah, had It, it was yeah. that metallic light blue mm-hmm. um, with the darker blue trim paint on it. Had the t tops in he it. Have the bra on the front? No, didn't have the bra. Okay. No, but okay. he had no. the scoop on the front. Okay, all right. Um, it wasn't a split bumper. All right. Oh, if it was a split bumper. Uh, but I remember him riding around with, you know, Journey in mm-hmm. separate, you know, separate ways. Right. You know, just, I mean, atypical seventies. Right, yeah. right. Right.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's I'll I'll stop there
0: <laughs> for the early years. Tight jeans, crop top, aviator <sighs> sunglasses. Feathered hair, <laughs> no to Chuck the crop Taylor's. top. Um, definitely feathered hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but didn't you we, see? You, you can see it in your head, you know. But, it's like, <laughs> but we all had it back I, yeah, then. Um, you know, it was, I couldn't. I, I could never get my hair to do that. So, really? No, my hair was just too coarse, and so
1: I'd, I'd let mine out, and just if the wind was blowing, it mm. it was done. So okay. So okay. that's all
0: you got on that one. I'll, I'll I will stop there. Okay. I moved into what I call the teen years. Okay. All right. I guess I'm going to start with this one. Yeah. Because I really liked 80s metal at the time. But then I heard this one song and I was just like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I saw the video, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is the absolute coolest thing I have ever seen in my life." And if I don't grow up to be a rock star, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Okay. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. I'm a
1: cowboy.
0: Gonna do we're gonna do best music videos at some point. Yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and say this. And you know and you know what what I'm talking you, you will be able to see it. Anybody who's seen this video, who who's our our age somewhere, who really was into this, you know exactly what it is. There's this moment right before it goes into the guitar solo. And it's black and white, you know, it's a shot in it's grainy black and white, you know, a lot of a lot of concert footage, you know, and like oh, yeah. on the tour bus and all that kind of stuff. Where it's a shot from behind of John <clears throat> Bon Jovi. And he does this thing where he, he has a microphone in his hand and he puts it out in front of him, kind of like up and and the crowd lights come on. Yeah. And you get that that shot of the, this 20,000 people, you know, in front of him, you know, yeah. screaming. And I was like, that is the coolest thing I have ever seen in my life. I want to stand there and do that. <laughs> you know, <this> is-
1: <laughs> you know it, It's funny that you should say that, mm-hmm. that that's the video that did it for you, mm-hmm. because I know what a big YouTube fan you are. And that concert footage of them doing "Bloody Sun, uh, Sunday, Bloody Sunday." That is,
0: yeah, but that was later though. That was okay. That was that was in '89 when that that hit, you know. Yeah. And uh, this and that was actually before I became a YouTube fan. So oh, okay. uh, I didn't really become a YouTube fan until "Octune Baby" came out. And, oh, okay. And then. Like I knew all the stuff that they had done prior, but then you went back. But then I and went bit, back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, and then and then I saw Rattle and Hum, and I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing.
1: <laughs> so, so I actually, I actually became a YouTube fan, yeah. a YouTube fan a little bit before I, you. Because I'll be honest. I saw Rattle and Hum in the theater. I'll be
0: honest. I didn't like YouTube at first, really, because I was into all the, the 80s metal stuff, and it was like the complete antithesis to that. See, I and that to was so
1: so big of a variety of music. And, though. and
0: no, they're they're those that band that's like for everything. You know, they're always telling us, you know, we gotta, you know, gotta save the whales or, or you know something. <laughs> and blah 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 blah. blah and, okay, you know, I'm not into that. I want to rock. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You know, okay, that was, that was me at that age. You know, all right. And then I got a little older, and I was like, oh crap, I've been an asshole for. <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: who else is on that list?
0: In the same vein, and I could have put a, a couple of different songs in this, but the song Fallen Angel by Poison. <laughs>
1: That's like one of my so favorite Poison songs. Song.
0: Poison has three songs that I will put up against any rock song ever. Well, not that ever, was, but I will put up against any rock song that you want. And I'll be like, okay, I want you to tell me what's wrong with this as compared to yeah. blank. Fallen Angel is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Talk Dirty to Me yeah. is another one. It's just a good funk. That is almost a punk rock song, yeah. quite honestly. Very garage rock. Yeah? And the other one is Ride the Wind. Oh, it's a good one. Same thing where it's like, I want you to tell me what's wrong with this song, other than the fact that it's, that it's quote, it's poison. Fallen Angel
1: know? was really one of the first songs where Brett Michaels picked up a guitar and, like, mm-hmm. added another mm-hmm. guitar to the sound and fattened right, it out. Right, really
0: exactly. And, again, another just a good rock song. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, again, we're, we're in that yeah. 80s metal, you know, um, which is going to lead into the next few songs. 'Cause we had that. Yeah. And then this little band from the LA strip hit, huge. Okay. From out of nowhere. And they weren't just a rock band. <clears throat> They were a gang of thugs. Oh, see, you're you're so far ahead <laughs> of me in the timeline. It's not even funny. But I'm just saying, they were a gang of thugs that you never knew what they were going to do or say they or were, if there was going to be a riot or if there was going to be They were a wood. motorcycle gang yes. without the motorcycles. We're talking about guns and roses. Guns and roses. And I could have taken pretty much anything off of appetite for destruction, yeah. but I went with it's so easy. Because it's the second song on the album, and that was the one that like when my cousin came to the house. So you need to hear this. First song is <clears throat> is Welcome to the Jungle. I knew that one. Yeah. When that when when it's so easy came on, and it's just that that drum that yeah you know, that bass solo like the first of it you know Dolph like what, is, what what is this what is this and it's just just real driving blah 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 and it's just Axel like. He's in a lower register. He's like growling, you know, and it's like, ah, you know, it's so easy, easy. But then what cemented it for my 14, 15-year-old self, I guess 14-year-old self of this is my new favorite band in the world because, oh, my God, this is so real, and it's telling the story of my life, even though it wasn't, but is in the middle of it, and he's got that little spoken part. I see you standing there. You think you're so cool but why don't you just yeah, off, yeah. you know? And it's like, did he really just say that? Did he really just say that? And then he says the F word like 15 times later at the end of the song, like in the outro, you know, I'm like, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> But it's still, I still to this day, I say that that's probably one of the best rock song of the of that era of music, probably one of the best rock songs yeah. that I've ever heard. <clears throat> uh, it's a little problematic with some of the stuff that it says in the last verse, yeah. but it's still one of those things where I'm like, the, the the ferocity is there. You know, it's 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 all of that 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 youthful anger and frustration yeah. and and and, and you got all these hormones racing through your body and you don't know what to do with them and 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 i just want to punch the wall or i want to i don't know what i want to do but i want to do something you know it's just like <laughs> See, i've got gnr on my
1: list too uh-huh. um, of course appetites there um but the one you know ap- appetite had been out um, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, yeah. Out, which, oh, yeah. you know, both of them, I was like, yeah, okay. We're good. talking about Welcome to
0: the Jungle.
1: <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah well, no, welcome to the Jungle. Not Appetite. Appetite's
0: um, the album. There's yeah. not an actual song. I, it, but, know, uh, I, I know. I know, anyway. Know. But, it's
1: a- but the one that caught my attention is there was one day we were watching MTV. This is while we were in Illinois. Right. Um, we were watching MTV, and I had gotten up and gone in the other room, and all of a sudden I heard this, whoom, cat, whoom, cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paradise oh, City.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I was like
1: what the crap is that? And I ran back into the other room and I was like, oh Oh, yeah.
0: I remember watching the, the world premiere yeah. TV and they would do that. They would have like these world premieres, you know. Yeah. And it was one of those things that Welcome to the Jungle was released first. It didn't do much. No. And then Sweet, Sweet, Child, Sweet Child of Mine Child. came out and it's like everybody's like, oh wait a second. And yeah. then they re-released yep. Welcome to the Jungle. And it was like okay, and then that caught fire, and it's like all right, yeah. this is awesome, blah blah blah. And but did when, paradise, but when Paradise City hit, that's when that whole album it was like blew it's up. over, it is over this, it's just, they rule the world now. It's this <laughs> really
1: loud, simple bombastic drumming, just boom black, mm-hmm. boom black, mm-hmm. and you know, guitars a little singing over the top, right? And then when it counts down into it and just.
0: The Yeah, I know, I know. He it's like the like, whistle blows, and it's, it's like, like, all right, the,
1: here we go. The, it's like the front of the song is they're in the car, and they're revving this thing right, up, right. and they're revving this thing up, and then they pop the clutch right. on it. Well, but then they hit that extra gear at the end of oh, it, and yeah. they go with a
0: double time, and it's just this frenetic, like, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I <laughs> you know, Amazing. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so okay. we went from, okay, you got more. Go I, ahead. I got two more in this one. Go and, ahead. And, uh, I discovered Led Zeppelin during this time period, okay? Okay. And say what you will about this song. I had to put Stairway to Heaven on here.
1: There's a lady who's short All that glitters is gold And she's buying a stairway to heaven When she gets there
0: she knows If the stores are all closed And I'll tell you why. Okay. <clears throat> Stairway to Heaven is the reason I play guitar today.
1: I can see that.
0: Uh, Legit. I wanted to learn how to play guitar because I wanted to learn how to play Stairway to Heaven. Now... I think we've all heard "Stairway to Heaven" enough times. Anyone who's never even picked up a guitar could probably figure it out in just a matter of like fifteen twenty minutes if you gave it to them because they've heard it so many damn times. <laughs> I know it's it's a joke more than anything, but it's just it, like it, you better be joking because yeah, I'm not. I know.
1: I, I like Zeppelin. They're not one of my favorite bands, right? Right. I, and I actually like the earlier stuff. Oh no, better. no, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm. I'm. And it's one. Well, I have I have a whole different opinion on them now than I did then.
1: And I discovered them real late in life, mm-hmm. um, but. Don't disrespect Mr. Page like
0: but that. But no dude, let me tell you. Zeppelin they were. I mean, I I was just you know, and of course this was years after they'd been broken up you yeah. know i mean like they have been disbanded for close to 10 years before i really got into them you know and it was like oh man these guys are awesome blah, blah, blah yeah. you know and it went along with oh i see where they're influencing guns and roses and they're influencing yeah. you know all this metal that i'm listening to and this and that and some people are covering them and blah 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 yeah but there was one other band mm-hmm. notice that all this stuff in my teen years are bands it's it's yeah. not there, there's no pop music, there's no country music, there's no kids music, there's no whatever. Yeah. This was all hard rock and metal bands. And it was kind of hard to figure out which song to put on here, but I not, but without a doubt I had to put one by Metallica. because that is the song that put them
1: on everybody else's radar. After we I had know. already, we'd known them known from f- them. Yes. three albums prior to that. Well, they had never done a music video, right? It's first did it, the
0: video, and it, got, it got play, it got a lot of play. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're playing them on the radio, yeah. not on the college, not on the college radio, like at you know, midnight when they're doing KDF. The med- yeah. No, we're, they're getting play on the radio, radio, and it's like, oh wow, this and is it's, uh, it's the okay. full song. It's not yeah, like they clipped it down. No, they I know. they played the whole. Thing. I know. And so it was one of those things where it's like, my goodness, this is, and just that ferocity at the end of it when it picks up again yeah. it's that it's real slow just starts off with a guitar yep then it brings the second guitar in then it brings in the bass and the drums and it just builds and builds and builds and when it gets to the end of it it's just that chugging that <laughs> it's just like so yeah you know and then of course you get in the music video and it's the you know, johnny got his gun and it's it's a real anti-war thing you know about the horrors of the world war one you know and all this stuff and it's just yep. like man this is heavy this is this is heavy this heavy. is yeah and so i mean obviously the song that really just broke them out into the mainstream and there was no going back was Inner Sandman and I'm kind of <sighs> sick of that song by now I really still like the Black album quite a bit I know that's kind of, there's a big divide on Metallica fans with that but I liked it I still like it it's part of there you know, are
1: there are probably two or three songs off of that album that I, I like mm-hmm. but I am sad but true it's still a great no, song. No, Sam True is a, yeah. a great song. Um, Don't Tread on Me. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. one. But I tend to be more of a... Um, Early stuff. And Justice for All and Back. Yeah, I, I understand that.
0: And like I said, that that was the album that really... That there was the split yeah. with people. So Okay, so that's my, my teen years.
1: Okay, well, we went... In a roundabout way. The company Dad worked for shut down, mm-hmm. and we got transferred to Northern Michigan. Okay so I went from Kentucky where it's a lot of Southern rock and rock and country and all that to Northern Michigan, where it's a lot of stuff coming from the Midwest and off the East coast. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, one of the song, well, and it's partially, once again, part of my uncle's, he was like, Oh, right. here's some music to listen to while you're in the car. And that's where I discovered the band. Yes. Oh, okay. And the uh, song is this
0: pre owner of a lonely heart or changes?
1: Okay. The one that starts off with the xylophone, dum 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 dum, and it became even more of like a, a thing for me because in Michigan, in fifth grade, you could join band, and I joined band, and I was a percussionist. I was learning how to play drums, and they had a xylophone. Uh huh, and. Oh, that sounds really a lot like the beginning of that. Oh, that's kind of the same instrument. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there trying mm-hmm. to figure out that dum dum dun don don and okay, so there's that one. Um that's about the time that I was introduced to the go gos Ah, there you go. We got the beat. We got the beat. Yeah. Uh Stray Cats hit about the same time. Um uh, Stray Cat Strut and um Really early uh, 80s here. Oh, Rumble and Brighton. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, off of that same outlaw. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, the Clash. I know how you feel about The Clash, but well, we were just talking about this mm-hmm. over dinner, but Rockin' the Casbah. Mm-hmm. one that's very much off of pop radio. Mm-hmm. It's a band called Tilt Tuesday. Yes, Voices Carry. Voices Carry. Yeah, it's a good song.
0: And, man, that's where she got started. So. Such a
1: great song. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, you've already talked about Beaded. Yeah. Um, and about that time was when hair metal was about to kick off. Mm-hmm. And the two that hit while we were moving from Michigan to Illinois was Jump from Van Halen. Okay. And mental health for quiet ride. Right? Metal health. Metal not health. Mental health. Metal, metal health. health.
0: Was it metal health or was it come on, feel the noise?
1: No, it was metal health. Okay. All right. That. Yeah. Bang that, your that,
0: head. that <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, I had both those cassettes. Okay. And my parents hated me because those were the two cassettes <laughs> that I listened all the way from Michigan yeah, to yeah. the town we moved yeah. to in Illinois.
0: I'll tell you another song that was in there that was that during that time period that really hit big out of the hair metal that like, was like, where, where did this come from? Yeah, it was Round and Round by Rat. Oh, I love Rat. Yeah. My wife
1: hates Rat, uh-huh. and you know why she hates Rat. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> I was at that concert. <laughs> we were all at that concert.
0: <laughs>
1: That's a story for another
0: day. <laughs> no, we're never telling that story.
1: I don't want to get knifed in my sleep, thank you very mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm, uh, <laughs> but that was actually like the first time I ever met my wife, and I have no It's the record. first time I met your wife. <laughs> I have no recollection of it. I have no recollection of it whatsoever. <laughs> there was one. There was one song off of that um, that Metal Health album mm-hmm. that
0: just was, uh, Dave's wife was not directly involved in this incident that we're talking about. She was just there with us. No, she wasn't
1: even there with us. She was there with, with the group. But,
0: but we were. We our groups kind of merged. Yeah, <laughs> and because I had. I was with you and and my the girl I was with at the time and then yeah. those my, that set of friends were there also <laughs> and we all kind of merged and then yeah and, and then the
1: nightmare happened uh, yeah well
0: <laughs> that's that's a story for a but there was a deep
1: that, cut. That,
0: the, I have plenty of stories that need to go into a this is only for certain people to hear and um, <laughs> we should and again I'm not directly involved in this one. So it's
1: <laughs> none of us
0: were.
1: She uh, let's, Anyway, this just There there was a really deep cut on that mental health mm-hmm. um album from Quiet Riot called Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. That was kind of their their That was a uh,
0: That was a um when it dedicated to Randy Rhodes, yeah. So I to say, yeah. yeah
1: and it was such a great. It yeah. is such a great song. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the the Michigan. Yeah. Going from you know that early '80s kind of punk mm-hmm. and pop and into hair metal. Nice, nice. But yeah, that I remember the first time I saw Van Halen's jump on. Oh yeah, that video. MTV, I know. I know. Where he's up there doing all those. Bruce Lee karate kicks and all. Oh, David all. Lee Roth, yeah, I know, like, and he's like, wow. and they're
0: on. Oh, actually, I think it was. Um, I guess I'm thinking of Panama, where they're on the. They're on the harnesses and they're. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, no, yeah, he's doing all those those big kicks and jumping off the. You know, they're jumping off yeah. the drum risers and. That
1: was the first time I'd ever seen like a really huge, huge drum. kit. I know, and I, know. I was like,
0: like oh. I know, I know. And it was so funny because you know, is is big of a guitar guy as Eddie as Eddie Van Halen is. That whole song but but that whole song is is like built on keyboards. Yeah it really (laughs) is. Which again He was classically trained on the piano. Oh yeah, you know, and and he's one of it's one of those things where Eddie Van Halen is a very, very, very good piano player. Yeah, (laughs) our pianist. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, no, dude, he's probably as proficient on that as he is on his guitar. And you know, that's singing a lot. That
1: song hit in that same album. You know, Hot for Teacher comes out, Mm -hmm. and you know, this is the first time I've seen a really huge double Mm -hmm. kick you know, drum. Oh yeah. And then hot for teacher comes out. I'm like, what the, no way. Yep. I I still haven't been able to do that. Solo yet. It <laughs> so makes me angry. Eh, well, that's a, okay. Right, right. Go ahead.
0: Now I get into what I call the college years slash twenties. And I, I originally was going to do the college years and then do my twenties. But the thing is, is that, <clears throat> The two overlap so much that I'm like, all right, let's uh, let's let's just put them all in here together. Um, where to start? This is where I'm going to put you two on here, okay? Uh, this is when I really got into them quite a bit, and one of my favorite songs of all time is With or Without You.
1: See the stones set in song twisting your side i for you.
0: Which I know was on an album that came out years earlier, but it's still one of those things where I'm like, No, this is when this song really like took a hold
1: of me. And see, see I I remember when the song came out and that's during the, the well, I remember when it came out. That and that's, I hated it back that's then. The, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. That was during the Illinois years, so we're gonna have mm-hmm. an overlap there. Mm-hmm.
0: Next I'm going with here is a song by the Gin Blossoms. It's called Lost Horizons. The horizons it's the first album, it's the first track on the New Miserable Experience. They never released it as a, as a single but they play it at every concert. Like it's one of those like no, they usually open with it, and it's a great opener. It's a you know, and I'll talk about this song a lot more. When I will tell you this, uh, their song "Hey Jealousy," which was their first single, their first big hit that they had. Again, it's going to go into another podcast. We're going to do about lyrics we wish we'd written, you know. But there was there's something about that song. About hey jealousy in particular, yeah. That it just it captures again kind of that youthful hey we have anything going on today what are, what are we doing you know and you know tomorrow we can drive around this town let the cops chase or chase us around you know type stuff and it's just like kind of this oh okay I get this song this is it's it's a fun upbeat you know yeah. even though it gets it actually is a little heavier than you think it is but it's still one that's like all right this is cool but yeah lost horizons the gem blossoms. Just, I can't even, uh, we'll talk about it, like I said, on a different episode. But that song, do yourself a favor. Just pick up New Miserable Experience and listen to yeah, it from beginning to end. Album. That whole album is just great. It still holds up 25, 26 years later now. You know, it's just like, no, it still holds up really well. Um, I, I've got a, a couple of album cuts on this that, um, uh, but... <clears throat> one of my favorite bands is Counting Crows. Yes. And I put Mr. Jones on here, even though I could have gone with a whole bunch of different
1: That was the songs. first one that hit. That was their first
0: big hit. But I also went with a different version. I went with the version that's on the Across the Wire, which was on their VH1 oh, Storytellers, yeah. which is a stripped-down acoustic. Well, I was down
1: at the New Amsterdam Just staring at this yellow-haired girl Mr. Jones strikes up a conversation With a black head, flamenco dance. You know she dances while his father plays guitar. She's suddenly beautiful. And we all want something beautiful. I wish I was beautiful.
0: Because they change it up quite a bit. And...
1: Well, They did that with every song they, every they would concert. do that. I
0: know, and that's one of the things I love about them so much. It's like, oh, what are they going to do with this time? You know, it was always a different show. I mean, they play the same songs, but it was always a different show. Like, it was just the yeah. way that they would change the songs up. Um, again, Mr. Jones is one of those songs that, you know, you hear that, everybody's like, you know, oh yeah, you know, that, that Mr. Jones, that real poppy, you know, blah, blah, blah. When you look at the lyrics, it's a pretty dark song, you know, where it's yeah. pretty melancholy. It's just, you know, it's just got this pop veneer on it, you know, and this was where they stripped it down. It's like, no, I get where they're coming from on this one. Yeah. You know, this this is this is pretty good. Um, with that, REM's Night Swimming.
1: Night swimming deserves a quiet night. With photo- you know that, oh, that's a awesome. great song. Automatic on. for the People yeah. it on it.
0: And it was the last, I think it was the last single they released off of that. And it's one of those that, like, didn't break big. But it's one of those songs that I guarantee you, if you've got a, a group of people and you put it on, everybody will stop. Yeah. And like, oh, this is such a beautiful song. This is, you know. And uh, it, it just... Yeah, as you can tell, the college years are a little deeper than, uh, <laughs>
1: They're a little than, than darker. The yeah, I'll give you
0: darker. Um, uh, let's see, another album cut. It's a song by Matchbox Twenty called "Shame."
1: What we learned here is love tastes bitter when it's gone. Past yourself, forget the light. Things look dirty when it's on.
0: Okay, and I know you don't know it <laughs> because I know you're not a big fan of theirs. What
1: are you talking about? Did I you have had, that album? We, yeah, uh, not only new- did I have that album, but we um, we actually used um, we used some of Matchbox stuff on our wedding CD. Oh, really? The okay, one I that know. we handed out is Okay, album. I, yeah. I've
0: got a copy of that somewhere. It's a
1: that's actually a good mix. Yeah, you should really. Listen
0: oh, i, to I remember listening to it, but this is a song. It's an, it's an album cut. Uh, another like kind of melancholy song you know uh, Sarsa's got this great opening line it says you know what we've learned here is love tastes bitter when it's gone it's like wow that cuts just right from the the, the very beginning it's like there it is you know Um, but and my last song that I have in the college years slash 20s straddles two different things and I know you have it on your list too but it's Faith No More's cover of Easy
1: Sounds funny but I just can't stand the pain Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow
0: Yeah, because... Yeah, it was in the jukebox at Waffle House. Yes, it and we was. We listened to it all the time. It was like anytime we got there, it got played. I mean, well, it was going to get played. Eventually. Both of those songs got played. Well, then, the other one, the, what was the other song? It, it was, was a their, German song. It was a, it was a German like, song yeah. that they did. Yeah, it was
1: just it was to annoy people.
0: But Easy was one of those that like it, every time. Yeah, and we would all sing along.
1: You know, just well, we like, got well, to where we, we know. were. We, you would bring your guitar in, and we would yeah. just sing it. We would play the music. But it
0: was one of those things at that, that. But then that also straddled over into. <clears <clears um with the Aardvarks, when we used to go down to uh and it the was, Aardvarks was a group of friends at Pub of Love yeah no it was when we used to go down to the uh, beer cellar and uh Paul Tall Paul used to play it mm-hmm. it wasn't there it was just the song easy you know i guess it's more <clears> the, <throat> the Commodores version you know but it was one yeah. of those things that that song it like i said it straddles two different friend groups of yeah. you know and, and not like oh here, let me pull this in here because this used to be, you know, like with this, it was like, no, it just kind of happened organically. We're like, oh, okay.
1: And here's the funny thing that I found out the hard way one night doing karaoke is that Faith No More actually cut the second verse oh, yeah. of that There's song. There's a second verse in there, yeah. That's a, and I had no idea. Yeah, and I was, I, like, was uh, I was, I yeah. was <laughs> killing it on the first verse, and then I went to do it the way Faith No More did it, and all of a sudden it's like, what's this second yeah. verse? I it don't doesn't know. Doesn't go to the bridge, I and, it, and, like. it, and, it, and it t- I totally <laughs> fell apart in front of like a group of people know, of like seventy people or something. So.
0: Okay. Anyway, so that's that's my college slash the twenties, you know? Yeah. Uh, I could have put some other stuff in there, but that really kind of encapsulates all of it. You yeah. Know? Um, so,
1: so Effingham is basically, basically fifth grade to like eighth grade. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Um, fifth grade to sophomore year, because I got to repeat my sophomore year. The Illinois years is basically from fifth grade to sophomore year. Okay. And there was a lot of music that came out in that period of time. Mm-hmm. And this is, we're talking like the album years at this point. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to name off albums because it's going to be easier <laughs> than doing names. Right. We're talking Metallica, Ride the Lightning. Okay. What came out. That's where I discovered Metallica. Um, Peace sells. But who's buying it?
0: Yeah. Uh, Met- came Megadeth. out. Yep. That's
1: how I discovered um, um, Anthrax. I am the man Oh yeah, came out. Um, I, I, we had Driver's Ed in Illinois. I so, know,
0: that, was, that, was on Among, that was on Among the Living, wasn't it? Or was that? No, they, no that was Okay, Among the Living was the one a, after that. It like was, a,
1: and they had like several different versions right, of it on right, an EP right, that right. they released that's separately. Right. And that's that's where I discovered them was at EP. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered um, all the rest of Anthrax. Oh, yeah. Um, we had Driver's Ed in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And you had to do the written part, and then you had to do the driving part. Right. Uh, my first day of the driving part coincided with the release of Skid Row, ah. and our teacher hated us because everybody in the car was a metalhead. Everybody loved that Skid Row album. It's so the first Skid Row album. This is right. the first okay. Skid Row yeah. album. Um, our Youth Gone Wild, Youth Gone Wild, and, and um, Peace of eight, Me, 18, Eighteen in Life, life. I'll yeah.
0: Remember You. Um, um,
1: but going going back to like junior high. Um, you know during the summer you know you had uh, motley crew mm-hmm. uh, theater of pain uh, but the one that hit for me was um, girls gone wild and had wild side on it girls 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 <laughs>
0: Girls,
1: girls, yeah, not girls gone wild. That was a... Uh, yeah, God, I'm so tired, <laughs> guys. I'm sorry. Work that was has, a
0: that was a, many years later, by it off television. <laughs>
1: Although I think I remember some of that music playing in there. Yeah, probably. So I'm I'm sorry, guys. Work has been killing yeah. me here lately. But um, girls, 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 and that you know that first kind of oh, yeah, wild, wild side. Oh yeah. So you know, once again, I'm in band. Mm-hmm. I had learned how to you know learn how to play drums, and you know the the band here's got a drum kit, mm-hmm. and I remember sneaking away. From the lunchroom, which I wasn't supposed to do, and going down and breaking into the band room, which I wasn't supposed to do, uh-huh. and putting on my Walkman and trying to learn how to play Wildside. Yeah. And doing a pretty good job of it. And actually, uh, you were talking about with or without you. Mm-hmm. That same band room had an upright bass. Okay. And so I actually picked that thing up and figured out how to play the bass part oh, on an upright bass. Four notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah over but, and over again. But <laughs> to like a seventh know, or eighth I know, grader? I don't know. You know, I know.
0: I, believe me, I get it. I get it. No, that's a. Um,
1: you know, Docking Back for the Attack came out, and Mr. Skiri came out. Um, then later on, it was Dr. Feelgood. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the same time that Jane's Addiction dropped about the same time. The, nothing shocking. The or? first time I heard Coming Down the Mountain. Oh, yeah. song yeah um beastie boys licensed to ill dropped around the same time you yeah. know in that same time period
0: uh, i will always say paul revere is just a great song yeah love
1: paul revere that's a great one. I, my favorite beastie boys album is actually paul's boutique most people i, it I, I mean I it's love that yeah one. um but then
0: high plains drifter Come on. you know i've, I've <laughs> named all this other stuff but right. then
1: there was all this pop stuff that was going mm-hmm. on you know so you know we're talking you know prince you know, I remember Purple Rain coming out while we were in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simple Minds, mm-hmm. you know, with um, "Don't You Forget About Me," yeah. you know, and
0: hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like we were saying earlier, Dave has a very. Extensive soundtrack that he's going yeah. through here. So. <laughs>
1: um, Mr. Mr.
0: Oh, Broken Wings. Broken yeah. Wings. Um, what was the other one? Kiri Lazen or whatever. Kiri. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um I remember when the Bangles came out. Oh, yeah. And that video Sus- for a Walk Like an Egyptian. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Susanna Hoff will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, always. My goodness. Um goodness. That NXS album. Kick. Kick. Such a good album
1: Huge that, good.
0: that I almost put Need You Tonight On, on mine I was like I, I wasn't as Invested in it Then as I was later so. Terrence
1: Trent Darby Oh yeah. Wishing, Wishing Well Wishing Well is a good song You
0: Kissing like a bandit Stealing time Underneath The sickle
1: train Drupid body I'll Valentines To my sweet To
0: lover I was a big one. fan of Sign Your Name. Remember the second oh, single? Oh, off yeah, of that? that was that's a, good a good one. That a song.
1: Uh, a lot of police. Um, yeah, tear, oh, tear for, Tears for Fears. <laughs> Shout. No. Everybody wants to No, the world. Mad World. I was a huge Tears for Fears I fan. I like Head Over, uh, Head Over Heels. Yeah, that's a that's good, good one, too. One. But I, I love Tears for Fears. Um, of course, that's around the time that I started getting introduced to the Smiths and The mm. Cure. Gosh. <laughs> If I've Dave got, were making a
0: movie, like every, like every time the camera changes, it would be a different song no, playing. It would I, just <laughs> I, camera shot, and there's a different song. I, it, <laughs> it'd be the most expensive <laughs> soundtrack. Dude, you ever. couldn't afford the soundtrack.
1: <laughs> I've got like a lot of like early hip hop mm-hmm. because I listened to that, you know, yeah. coming up. You um, know,
0: surprisingly, I don't have any hip hop on on mine. Just all,
1: all I'm gonna say is joy and pain. That's a good one. Die!
0: Rob Bates, Rob Bass DJ Z Rock. Oh, White Lines. Oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. That's a good one too. Uh, New York, New York, New York, New York, New York. Big city, of dreams. I, I can't remember. Okay, who it yeah. Was. Um, third base. Oh yeah. Step into the AM. Yeah. Um, the two albums. I, there was one summer there. The two mm-hmm. albums that was mm-hmm. in heavy rotation was Black Sabbath. We sold our souls for rock and okay. roll. Good one. And NWA. Straight out, of straight out of Compton.
0: I've said that that there was one summer that my friends and I, you know, one of one of my friends, funny was actually the preacher's kid, had a car and a tape deck and we listened to Appetite for Destruction and Easy 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 does it. Uh those two particularly but Straight out of Compton wound up in that rotation eventually yeah. of the, those three albums were just continual and was, oh it, yeah
1: it uh who um acdc who, who made, made who, who mm. and pink floyd's momentary lapse of reason mm. those were the four summer albums yeah. that summer so that's that's <laughs> believe me there's so much more but that's that's kind of illinois
0: all right so sorry guys that's all right So we move out on mine. We move out of the college years in my 20s into what I call the depression years. Mm. And I could have gone a lot of different ways with this. But I think these four albums or these four songs really, really summed up that five or six years of my life. I mean, just, you know... Um, and I'm not even sure which one, like, comes chronologically. Well, actually, I do. Uh, but I'm just going to... The first one, uh, there's a band called The New Amsterdam's. I don't think you know yeah, them. Yeah, you do, I guess. know It's uh, Matt Pryor that was with the Get Up Kids, still yeah. with the Get Up Kids. Uh, and it was his side project. And their second album came out, and there's a song in there called Picture in the Paper. Mm-hmm. ¶¶
1: I don't want a picture in the paper. I just want a minute of your time.
0: That, yeah. yeah there was
1: another one that they put out that was like a radio hit or something. That
0: may have. I don't know. It's I, This is around the time I really kind of stopped listening to the radio quite a bit. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, it's a song called Picture in the Paper uh, that just... Yeah, it just destroyed me. Um, uh, the next one, it's a cover of, uh, back in the 80s, there was Alphaville, yeah. a song called Forever Young. Um, this band called Youth Group did a cover of it. Let's it. and it is perfect I mean, okay. it's a perfect song like they did their own still to it but it's just it's so melancholy and just yeah, I, yeah again wrecked me <laughs> again yeah. this is the whole like the, the, these songs that I'm <clears throat> talking about here are the ones that like this is when I was really heavily going through my issues with mental health issues as well as you know alcoholism and everything and these songs were like mm. yeah another cover that and it's funny because both of them came off of uh you remember the show the oc used to be on yeah their sound okay their soundtracks whether you like the show or not were great because it was a lot of indie rock stuff all right and um they uh the that cover of of uh, forever young my youth group was on there but not a surf Oh, I like Not a surf. Did a cover of If You Leave by Orchestra Maneuvers in the Dark. You know, that's off the yeah. Pretty in Pink soundtrack, I think it is. Yeah. That's really good, but they did their own take on it, and it's not a happy song by any stretch of the imagination. If you
1: really go and listen to that, it's well, not. If you a... listen to
0: their version of yeah. it, it's like, oh my goodness. One of the artists, and I still love this dude, that I discovered during this time period is Damien Rice. Oh, yeah. And you can't go wrong with any of his stuff but he had a song on his second album Nine that's called Accidental Babies
1: Do you come Together ever with him
0: Is he dark enough To see that is one of the saddest songs i think i've ever heard in my life and i mean like wow it's time to you know <laughs> it's time to get the razor ready <laughs> and you know type stuff of yeah. like oh my goodness you know and then the very last one during this time period i discovered daniel johnston Okay. and his song Story of an Artist yeah. is one that I still like to this I love that song
1: listen up and I'll tell a story
0: about an artist growing old some would try for fame and glory others aren't so bold Everyone I love Daniel Johnson. I wish I had discovered him years prior yeah. and I did you know I he passed last year and hated to see that because he was such a talented
1: tortured soul t-
0: yes both of them i mean just he, he had severe mental health issues i mean severe and it just it, yeah for for him to to get his his act together and produce as much music as he did <laughs> it was amazing and, you know and that was in between you know, stints in in the hospital, yeah, uh, and stuff, so lengthy stints, very the lengthy stints in the hospital. so that's that's my I didn't want to go. I could I could have really gone deep on some of this stuff, but those are my four or five the depression, what I call the depression yeah. years, which basically is from about thirty to thirty six you know, somewhere in there, yeah. you know, so anyway,
1: so I moved from Illinois to Hendersonville, Mm -hmm. just outside of Nashville. And the high school that I went to, of course, was in one of the more well-to-do areas. And we ended up going, I ended up going to school with like a bunch of like music industry folks. Mm Mm-hmm. And For those of you who don't know,
0: <laughs> Hendersonville and is just north of Nashville. It's on. It's in Sumner County, which is just northeast yeah. of Davidson County, which the, is where is basically Metro Nashville. If, you've, if so, you've heard
1: of the place, you probably heard about it from the Joaquin Phoenix "Walk the Line" yeah. movie. Johnny Cash. Johnny lived Cash. There. A there. lot
0: of people live, live there. Dad um,
1: almost backed over Johnny in yeah, the Kroger parking uh, it's lot a,
0: one day, and it was House of Cash was right yeah. there on you know Main Street. Uh, Galton Road, where they call you, you it you are know?
1: The Oak Ridge boys lived yeah. up there. I mean, yeah,
0: you go down a line of a lot of yeah. those. I mean, they all lived there
1: and all uh, of them. I went to high school with a lot of thems mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. and all that. and I moved from Illinois to, to that town, still listening to hair metal and heavy metal and thrash metal, and walked into. Oh, that was so ten years ago. What don't you listen to WRVU? And have you never heard of Fugazi and Clockhammer and all these other bands? For
0: those of you who don't know, WRVU was Vanderbilt's radio station. Vanderbilt's, radio, Vanderbilt's station. radio station, and it was it was a community radio station yeah. on top of it all. So I knew people who did not go to Vanderbilt who
1: had radio shows had radio in. shows. Yeah, and I, it was complete and total culture shock for mm-hmm. me, and. And then there was also this radio station here in Nashville called KDF, which was the 100,000-watt rock burner that had been here for years and years and years. And probably one of the first songs I heard off of, I, I could be wrong about this, was Girl Like You by The Smithereens. That's a great song. I love it. That's one of those songs people forget about. Yeah, you know, just. and if you never really listened to the Smithereens, you really should check them out because yeah, they were yeah. a solid, yes, absolutely solid band. Absolutely. But I moved to town just as metal was dying, and just as um, bring on alternative. The yeah, alternative <laughs> was starting, and right. I moved into town with my Rip magazine. And on the front cover of that RIP magazine was Mother Love Bone. Yes, who we've spoken of yeah. very favorably <clears> in <throat> here in the past. And it went very quickly from Mother Love Bone into Mud Honey into Nirvana hit. Mm-hmm. And I hated Nirvana. <laughs> I don't anymore. I really like Nirvana. Right, right. But back then when that album dropped out, it was everything that, I mean, they were killing off metal. And I was just angry about it and then Allison Chains hit with Man in the Box uh-huh. Alice in Chains became life. I love that band probably more than... I don't think I'd ever really loved a band that much. And then Stone Temple Pilots started coming in, and... Oh,
0: how oh, can you get Candlebox on there. Yeah, I've and got
1: Candlebox. A- Candlebox... That's a love-hate story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you were telling me uh, a little bit. Because
1: Candlebox had just come out, and at the time I was chasing this girl, and I really liked this girl, and had been chasing her for a long time, and we were really friendly, and it looked like things might actually be headed my way. And then I won tickets to see Candlebox at 328 Performance Hall, and so I took said girl even to the point of like, I bought her the t-shirt and then later on she was like, well, I'm just not interested. <laughs> and I haven't been able to, I I, I can't stand Candlebox now. Sorry guys, it's not your fault, but yeah. Um, sound <laughs> Soundgarden, sound um, bad motor finger album was a big one That's for me. Good album, yeah. Um, Prime, this is when I've discovered primus, mm-hmm. you know, with, um, Tommy, the cat, Mm-hmm. That drummer, Herb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Faith No More, all that, but Allison right. Chains. And I'll leave it with this. We both worked at the radio station, mm-hmm. 88.5. And I was on the air doing my nine to midnight shift, rock, heavy rock and metal. Of course, there was always lots of Allison Chains. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine called up and was like, hey, uh, Lane Staley just died. I was like, no, come on. No, they found him dead, overdosed. I was like, yeah, you're full of crap. And he's like, no, pull the AP wire because he worked at the station mm-hmm. too. And I was like, I put a song on, went around. Sure enough, there was the news story. And I had mm-hmm. to read the news story of Lane Staley's death on yep. air while I was at the radio station and that was probably one of the hardest things i've ever had to do mm-hmm. and i'd never met the guy no. i had i had i still really have a hard time explaining why i got so emotional over
0: well i mean it's a did music that touched your life i mean that's it's like i understand that because it was the same thing when david bowie died i never even got to see david bowie in concert or anything but bowie was an ever-present force in my yeah. life from the time I was a kid, you know? So, it and a,
1: you know, and nobody ever affected me like that. It, it came close with Prince.
0: Yeah, uh, when, yeah. When
1: Prince died, I was like upset, mm-hmm. but not when, not like it was when Lane. Died. Right. Right. I understand right. that. I understand that. Um, probably wood. was such a is, good song,
0: man. I, I have to say wood is probably their, their are Magnus Opus. It really is. I mean, it's, it's, it. it
1: and there's, there's yeah. so much more music that I could talk about. After right. that. I, You know, there's, there's Urge Overkill in there. There's oh, yeah. Reverend Horton Heat in there. You yeah. Know? I'm going to leave it at Wood with okay. Alice in Chains. That's, that's probably one of my top three. Okay. Top three songs. All right, and there, there's so much more music I talk about. I'm oh, gonna I want to stop there. Oh, yeah, I've you got know, one the more. list is like a hundred thousand songs <laughs> long.
0: Just... It's just really jumped now. It's up to hundred thousand. Yes, <laughs> I have one last here that I call today. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is what you would hear me listening to these days on a regular basis. Okay, like just man, um, the Cure, "Pictures of You." Oh yeah. great Song came to them later, you know, it was one of those things that, like, when they were when they first, I was like, All ah, right, yeah, yeah, okay. It was later that I was like, Oh, oh, I get this now. You, you, you know?
1: probably didn't enjoy Hanging Gardens then, no, yeah. not
0: back then. No, it's a um, The Replacements, Bastards of Young, yeah, love that song. And You've this would this have been this could have been a toss up between that song or uh, Can't Hardly Wait which are both just, I think, excellent songs, or Alex Chilton or any number of, of replies. Yeah, i just kind of like, okay, we'll just use this one. Yeah, you love those guys. How could I not <clears throat> put the Ramones on this, okay? You know. And the one that I, I could I, I could have gone with any number of things, but I really and truly think that the song, that and I used to play this when we, like, a lot of times I would play it, first song on the radio when we get on there is we want the airwaves.
1: I was a big fan of doing Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello. Radio, radio.
0: you know, what's so funny, his cover of What's So Funny About Peace, Love and Understanding could go on here.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, just any number of his songs could have. Allison, you know, it's a... um, I have a new artist on here. I have Ryan Johnson and the uh, Harlequin Harlequin Ghosts, which is someone I discovered last year. Yeah, but I have wore out that album. Uh, it's called the name of the album is This Is the Sound, and I'm taking the song This Is the Sound.
1: You wanted- Yeah, putting it on here
0: because it is a just such a great great song um, and the very last one again I was a big fan of it back when I first discovered this band but I played it for you the other day and I was like you know what I have always kind of thought that this song would come back around at some point in my life when I got older and it's called Sad Cafe by the, it's by the Eagles oh yeah Reminds me so much of being at Waffle House for all those years. Yeah, and it is kind of that. If I This would be the final scene in my movie of being back at the Waffle House and this playing as the credits yeah. rolled, you know, type things or whatever. Uh, I'll tell you somebody that after I got into this. And I could have dropped him in anywhere in this. And I can't believe I didn't for any number of songs. Yeah, go ahead. Tom Petty. Well, I don't know how I missed Tom Petty on this, but again, but, and that was a whole Tom Petty when I, he died. It was one of those situations where Tom Petty had always been there. You know, yeah. it's one of those things. Like as far back as I can remember, Tom Petty's like he's, you know, you you get into all that that '80s stuff. You know, they don't come around here no more. And you know, and what was and, the
1: one where they were doing like the Road Warrior video? That's,
0: uh, oh, that's um. um you got lucky. Yeah, you got I mean, lucky, yeah, get, and American girl, and American are girls are two yeah. that stick out. For you know, me for Tom and then you get, and then you get into you know you had that, and then you got into like when he did the 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 Full Moon Fever album, and yeah. there's so many songs that you know Free Falling, and no, that song's been overplayed. Okay, but like Running Down a Dream, great song. Yeah, uh, his cover of. Uh, um,
1: what's the one where you, my sister you're so bad li- yeah, yeah, I that love that there. song um,
0: there was a uh, he did that cover of that birds cover of uh, uh, feel a whole lot better when you're gone yeah um, it, it, it's one of those and he one probably my favorite song on that album is an album cut it's called zombie zoo it's the very last song on the album okay love that song but it's one of those things yeah and then you get into wildflowers after that you know actually you get into mary jane's last dance or came out first yeah and then wildflowers came out and you got you know you know um uh, it's good to be king and um uh what's the, the big one Um uh, you don't know how it feels. And I mean yeah. it's just one of those things that Tom Petty has been ever present. Yeah. For all those always, years. Yeah. And then
1: he's gone. Oh what well, so we didn't even mention any of the traveling Wheelberry stuff. Oh yeah. End of the line. End of the line's such is, a great is on theme. my I, I have a I have a
0: playlist uh that I call funeral songs. it's legit like I want these songs played at my not my funeral, because 'cause I'm not doing that route, but my memorial service is like this is my playlist. Okay. End of the line is on that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, uh, I, we
1: didn't get any into any of the Graham Parsons stuff oh, that yeah. I love so never much. Get into that. Uh, we we didn't get into. Any I never of
0: mentioned the, Concrete
1: Blonde. I mean, there's it's bond. one of those things. I you talked about Bowie a little bit. Yeah, and I and didn't even no Bowie on I there. I didn't mention there's any Queen on mine. There's no Queen on mine. Uh, you know, no, on mine. Queen, uh, you you know, no, another bunch of us. Queen has basically been ever present. I know it's. Uh, we didn't mention any Iggy Pop. Mm, you know, you, do you want me to get into my hundred thousand song <laughs> playlist? No, because
0: because again, I could do the same thing. You know, it's a, uh, a matter of fact. I didn't even get into the, any of the of the new wave stuff at all. And
1: the the one thing you know, moving around like I did, you, there was you were always having to go out and you were always having to make new friends. And right. You after the second move, you know, you didn't. Want to start making friends again because you didn't know how long you're going right. to stay in this. Place. I get that, yeah. And so the one and only thing that I had as a real constant in my life What's was the music. Music, exactly. And that's where my friends were, and that's where I took solace. Well, and that's where I hid at. So you know that when I say music is my life, mm-hmm. I mean that literally because there's been way too many times that. I haven't been alone because of You had your music. Exactly.
0: Music. You know, and that goes back to what we talked about in the previous episode about our favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, I dropped that clip in from Almost Famous with Feruza Balk's character saying, you know, do they don't understand what it means to be a fan to love a silly little song yeah. so much that it hurts, you know, and that's exactly you know, there's plenty of. I, I contemplated doing a a section called heartbreak, that yeah. I could have put all kinds of stuff in there. You know, that I have. It's just like, oh goodness, you know. So,
1: um, um, oh, what was the name of the band? Uh, something about. No, it's 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 missed me. So I'm not even gonna worry about it. Now. <laughs> but I keep I keep coming up with songs like, man, this song meant you know. It meant this. this I, mean, I know yeah, it's, it's it
0: really does so. This went not nearly as long as I thought it would, especially with you having three thousand songs well, on your phone, I, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got desperate and just started naming complete <laughs> albums at this point. Uh, it makes sense, you know. Maybe we, maybe we'll do our top albums.
1: Like no, our top ten do, albums at some time. Do you so. know how hard it was for me to do this? Don't make. <laughs> we'll me give do you
0: plenty t- of leeway on this. I was like, look, we're going to do this in two months. No, it go won't ahead and help. start thinking about it now. It and won't
1: help
0: <laughs> because I'll list
1: probably four albums from Pink Floyd uh, and four albums are. here and four albums. And, there. and I'll go ahead
0: and say it now. There's no saying like the entire Pink Floyd discography for one or two or something. It's like, no, 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 no. You have to boil it down to. A single album. Wish you um, were here. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, that was so hard now, was it? Wish you were here so,
1: is probably my favorite Pink Floyd album. Oh, well, there you go. So, anyways, um, yeah, we have some ways that you can contact us. All right. Hey, guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project XPOD. Uh, we're also on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Tuned In Radio. And hopefully, we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at bigdavexpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at projectxpod. And there's also at Big Dave X Pod. Uh, We're on Facebook at Project X podcast And we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at Project X Podcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. You know, let your friends know. If you can't stand us, tell all your enemies. You know, you can torture them that way. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right. That's enough. Let's get on with the show.
0: All right. Bye. So, uh, yeah if you uh, want to tell us how we're wrong about the things that we like God. but more importantly contact us say hey this is these are the songs that i would have on my soundtrack for my life yeah. you know we would love to hear about them we absolutely would love to I, I'm, we're always looking for you know listener interactions if and you guys
1: tell you what if you guys will send us the list of songs that made you you know that helped you you know pick right. i'm going to do you dirty pick 3 mm-hmm. that you really like send them to us and we'll see if we can't build like a youtube. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's playlist. the thing.
0: I have if you look in the show notes on any of these on these these current song these current um yeah. I get out these current episodes that we're doing. I've have uh, link in there to our YouTube page and where I have playlists that are there yeah. to each of these, you know, like we have one for our, our favorite movies and that kind of stuff where it shows the trailers or maybe scenes for the movie or whatever. Yeah, I'm still so, mad at you about the last episode. <laughs> so we can get into that yeah, and that way it's one of those things you go check, click on that link and you go did and I'll have me, the music videos up for this stuff or whatever and it'll be a lot of fun. Did so, me so dirty on the movie <laughs> episode. But it was a lot of fun. So anyways, we're going to get out of here. Guys, I am Alan Smith.
1: I am Big Dave, and I'm asking you to please share us with your friends. Please. Yes, please do. Please. Oh, oh, hey, and before we get out of here, yeah. we got to say. Jen in
0: the Great White North, thanks for contacting us and Finally, for listening. Because uh, I know I know she likes you. She never really cared for me. <laughs> and like I said, I, I spent was, a lot more time with her. Than I you was annoying. Did, but, I admit it. Yeah, but it was one of those things. I just want to say, hey, thanks for listening to us all the way up there in Canada, and we miss you down here. And if you ever get back into town, we'll go to Waffle House. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave, and we'll see you.